people just get this sense of relief around them that they are not the only person that this has happened to, or they are not the only person that have experienced this. When you go through, you know, an experience around sexual harassment or, or assault or discrimination, um, it's incredibly isolating. And when you hear someone else's story that might sound exactly like yours or similar to yours, it is a massive relief to kind of get rid of that isolation and to feel like you have, you know, friends and peers and um, even if they're a stranger who's there feeling the same things. And, um, and that's very, very powerful. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 71 of the BPC show, where we interview the best and brightest paid marketers in the industry. I'm your host, JD Prater. This week, I'm joined by Francis Donegan Ryan from Being Ads to talk about diversity, gender equality, and inclusion in the digital marketing industry. Stay tuned as we talk about her personal experience as a woman in the industry, the origin story of Janes of Digital, and how you can get involved. This is such a relevant and timely subject, so let's get started. Francis, welcome to the show. Hi, JD. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm talking about thrilled. I am um, really excited to actually have you on the show, not just because of our relationship, but mostly because of the topic. I think it's one of these that is probably one of the most relevant, sensitive, honest conversations that we could possibly have in this industry, really going into Janes of Digital. So thanks for agreeing to come on, talk about this, and let's let's give us a quick introduction of who Francis is. Well... Thank you for acknowledging that this is an important topic. I think that um, it's clearly, you know, a very important topic uh, to me and in my heart and for being in Microsoft. Um, and, you know, I've been overwhelmed by uh, the reception of Janes of Digital in particular in our industry, but then also the willingness of people like you and others to want to hear more and talk more about it. So right off the bat, thank you for that. Um as you know, and maybe some of your listeners know, I work for Microsoft. I'm on the Bing Ads team, and I actually work on the brand team, which is really fun. I get to help craft, um, you know, listening to the industry on what do you want, what do you need, what do you want to see differently, um, and then my job is to help craft that story, get it back into our engineering teams, and then bring it back out to the industry. So I love my job, and love being able to head out to conferences and meet all of you uh, in person or on Twitter or via podcast. So um, if anyone wants to talk to me, uh, they know where to reach me at Bing or, or you can find me on Twitter at Francis DR. Yeah, Francis, you are literally everywhere. I think, uh, (laughs) I mean, I think every SMX conference or a hero conf, I mean, uh, Francis is there uh, rocking the booth or uh, talking in a panel or doing what we're about to talk about today with uh, Janes of Digital. So let's, let's dive into it. So for those that are not familiar with Janes of Digital, why don't you give us a quick what it is and how it got started? Yeah, so Janes of Digital uh, is a is a an event uh, that we uh, the Bing um, puts on. Um, although really, it's we put it on as Janes of Digital uh, at industry conferences and then also in cities around North America. We're about to expand internationally, which um, I'm so excited about. And 
Um, you know, it is a stylish and fun event with uh, savvy uh, panelists and attendees, but I think um, the most important part of the event is that it is a safe and welcoming space for all people, and that's what we aim to create. Um, there's networking, there's uh, professional headshots, uh, there's lots of gifts. Um, we have um, a charitable element where we, we give away money to attendees to be able to donate to causes. And then obviously the center part of the event is a panel um, that we moderate um, and we pick topics that are relevant both to our industry as well as what's going on in the community. And we've been very fortunate with extremely generous uh, panelists who um, you know, take time to get prepped and come on and, and share um, you know, quite uh, personal experiences and stories and our audience is incredibly inter uh, you know, engaged as well and they share their stories and experiences. And um, every time we have a James of Digital, I'm blown away by uh, you know, the vulnerability that panelists and audience uh, members alike um, embrace and, um, and help make this industry as well as our community stronger for that. Yeah, definitely. It's if you haven't ever seen one of these panels, you really you really should. It um it'll kind of put you in your place and kind of stop you and think again about your own actions or even things that you have seen in the workplace or in the industry. So, I think it's a very very great thing that you guys have put on. So, how how did you guys get started with this? Like what was what how? Like it's just, just <laughs> Well, I think um probably for a majority of women who are listening, it's like, oh, duh, you started. Um, <laughs> um, so, it, I mean, it was clearly needed, um, uh, and we can see that. But it was um, the initial idea came from um, a group of women who got together um, during uh, a conference. Um, and, I, you know, post-conference, they're having a drink, and they just said, I wish, you know, we don't hear about this topic spoken about in the or shall we say like the official agenda, like during the sessions or the keynotes, it's rarely spoken about. Um, typically we're looking up at an all male led event, uh, male keynotes, predominantly male moderators on panels and then predominantly male panelists um, and just felt underrepresented. And then to be honest, not entirely safe. So you know, the main sort of social event at a conference typically is a big party, one of the nights at, you know, a nightclub or um, some other type of venue that's still like dark with loud music, etc. And um, really didn't feel like a safe physical space for a lot of women to be at and numerous stories proving that it wasn't. Um, and I think, uh, you know, for those of us who are really privileged to get to go to a ton of events, you know, I show up and it's, I have tons of buddies there. Um, you know, not only do I have multiple colleagues who come with me, but I know a lot of people. But if you're attending, you know, as one person representing your company and you don't know anyone else there, um, going to a nightclub type party is uh, does not at all feel safe or welcoming. So we thought, could we do an additional evening event that still is fun and has cocktails and um and allows that really social networking and gathering, um, but that starts to address some of these concerns that we have and feels like a safe and welcoming space. And that's um, that was the idea of Jane's, and um, and there were people from Bing in that conversation, and they came home to Seattle, and we started designing it and figuring out um, what could we offer to help um, to help 
women and, and other underrepresented uh, minority groups feel safe and welcomed and heard um, at our industry events. Hmm. Can you give us a, a little bit of insight of how, how that conversation was? Like, what was that like, you know, going in and saying, hey, I think this is important. I think we need to get, you know, being yeah. Microsoft, you know, like uh, behind this and, you know, especially for you working in such a big company and being yeah. kind of the face of that. I think um, there were a few things, you know, there are a lot of big companies, including and tech companies in particular, including Microsoft, who espouse um, a lot of uh, diversity and inclusion initiatives. You often hear it referred to, you know, DNI. There's our DNI plan. Here's our DNI numbers. Um, and as you know, as honorable and um, as those are, um, putting them into practice can often be challenging at big companies. And we just felt. Um, you know, as those kind of in the trenches, like feet on the ground out in the industry, you're like, we can do this. There's no, there's no reason why we can't. So let's just do it. <laughs> sort of how it happened. And um, at the time, um, my manager and, and uh, the other woman, um, Sarah Wolf, um, who was really one of the initial um, sort of founders or leads on this project, we had a manager who was very supportive. And she just said, you know, go and do it, figure it out. And so we did. We um, the very first Janes of Digital was in Seattle at SMX Advanced, and um, we <laughs> we did it uh, in this little room um, above the Seattle Aquarium. That's where the party was going to be, and we thought, what if we did something beforehand? And um, it was sort of like the office space of the aquarium workers. <laughs> we pushed all their furniture and desks to the side and built the space, and um, we were like, oh, let's do headshots. Um, because that's a professional thing you could take away. Let's give them a gift and let's have these panelists um, both from, you know, we're being ads. So we had paid search panelists, but we also had um, publishers. We had a woman from Adobe and um, people from the SEO side. And um, I think there were 35 people in the room. And I think there were three or four men. Uh, Matt Van Wagner was there. <laughs> He's been to every James um, at every SMET. Um, so shout out to Matt. But um, it started like that, and now we have events, you know, with 200 people. Um, we often see about a 30% attendance um, male, and um, which we hope to continue to increase. And so in a very short span of time, um, because of, I think, one, the need. There was really just a need, and so it got soaked up really quickly. Um, and two, the support of my bosses uh, in particular, I think I was telling you, JD, this is actually part of my job um, and also the support of the industry. Um, and like I mentioned, the generosity of the panelists, it's grown and grown. And now we're doing all sorts of cool things um, to help people attend to Jane's, whether they're at an industry conference or not. That's awesome. That's really cool to kind of hear. And cause it's only what, two, three years old. It's, fr it's um, pretty, it's pretty new. Four, four. Four. Okay. A half. Four and a half. <laughs> um, so, okay. Um, we definitely started doing it at industry events um, only, which you know, kind of for the aforementioned reasons. And then, um, and then our big team, you know, we would have customers attend, and then they go back to you know whatever city they actually live in. Um, you know, not all of us live in um, the conference city, <laughs> clearly. And and there was just a desire from. Um, the industry to have more of them. So now we have Janes of Digital's um, 
outside of kind of the industry event calendar. Um, our next one is in Chicago. And, um, and so we try and hit up cities, um, you know, that we, that we hear there's a demand for it or that our teams there are really passionate about it, want to have one. And we, we're in North America predominantly at the moment, <clears throat> um, Canada and the U.S., um, but we're going to have our first chains of digital in Sydney um, in February, uh, no, in March. And then um, we're planning one um, in Europe uh, as well, and we'll just continue growing um, as, as fast as we can. The other cool thing that we do um, which some people may already know about is that we live stream James yep. Digital um, on the Bing Ads Facebook page. And so if you're not in a city that we can ever get to, or if you're in a country that we're not getting to, I had, you know, we had um, a woman from Nairobi watch uh, the New York one, or sorry, the San Jose one last year and um, was tweeting us, um, you know, because we want to make a safe and open space physically. Uh, I think that also means making a safe and open space digitally as we are all in the digital industry. <laughs> nice. And I'm going to give a quick plug here for um, your next one in the U.S. Looks like it's going to be in Chicago, February 22nd. So if you're around the Chicago metro area, please uh, head over to janesofdigital.org and get signed up for that. But, yeah. And we have, uh, we'll have one in San Francisco in late March, um, I believe the 27th, double check that. And then uh, one in LA as well coming up. Um, and every time we confirm a date, um, they'll be listed on the website so you can check them out. Perfect. Well, this seems like a, you know, obviously it's a really important issue within the industry, but I guess I'm kind of curious uh, why, you know, so for you, you know, like obviously this is like a passion project you know, and you've been able to be really successful at it. You've been able to get being involved, but you know, like what led you down this path to take a stand and to, uh, you know, go out and do something as big as James of digital. Yeah. I think, um, I imagine a lot of women, um, have similar stories to mine, but it's something I've been passionate about since I was a little girl. <laughs> um, so it's, it's not, it's not new uh, for me. I, I, I grew up in Ireland and, and helped um, when I was little, helped with my mom to canvas for Mary Robinson, who was the first female president of Ireland and one of the first, um, she was the first uh, female UN ambassador for human rights. And just, and so I grew up admiring um, these women and, and the sacrifices they made, the work they did. And, you know, that's always just been a part of me. And then I think once you, once you go, um, you know, every woman listening to this podcast has had, uh, has probably been harassed or assaulted or um, felt belittled, um, felt excluded. And uh, none of, t unfortunately, I don't think many women um, are immune to that. And I've had my share of experiences. And um, Jane's honestly has been an outlet where I can um, learn to speak about those experiences, have a safe space to speak and share. Um, and then I, you know, I fully recognize I'm in a, I'm in a very privileged um, experience. I'm white, um, European, and uh, work at a big company. I don't have a partner or children. Um, so I, I'm super privileged to be able to be outspoken about this. Um, you know, if I was retaliated against it, it, it would obviously be awful, but I, you know, wouldn't be out on the street. I, I, I wouldn't be able to, um, you know, care for my family. And so 
as a person in that level of privilege, I also feel it's my responsibility to stand up and speak about what is happening and um, give space for other women to do so or speak on behalf of women who just don't have that advantage or that privilege that I do. Hmm. It's really powerful. So it sounds like you kind of grew up with some, some uh, female heroes, which is, yeah. is always a winner. I'm seeing a lot more if uh, this is, somewhat in the relevant but if you look at a lot of these like golden globe winner uh, movies and the oscars you know this is like you know kind of being portrayed in the media where you, there was a lot of female leads in this last year um yeah. i was at disneyland actually this is kind of a sidetrack i was at disneyland yeah. in uh, in december and I, I was so encouraged at the same time because there were so many um like young girls dressed up as ray you know yeah. they were so excited and it was kind of cool to see that transformation of, you know, when I was growing up, you know, it was all male Jedis, right? And yeah. now you have like kind of this, this female lead, this female Jedi and how it's kind of making science and tech and sci-fi movies cool for women to like. And so yeah. I thought to kind of bring it back into our industry, are we getting better? You know, when we look at 2018, like what are some yeah. of the challenges? I mean, I, I'm, um, as you know, and anyone who's met me, I'm, I'm, an optimist. I'm positive. I obviously um, get extremely frustrated and, and people who know me well know I get frustrated with the pace of change, but, um, but I am optimistic. Um, I think we're, we're starting to move in the right direction. I think the more people um, who are willing to listen and acknowledge um, that this happens publicly, um, makes a great deal of impact. And I do see it more and more. I, you know, even as, you know, as an example, this Janes of Digital is not a side, um, you know, passion project for me. It is part of my job. Um, you know, I told my manager that this, um, my male manager, that this was extremely important to me. I told him how much it was changing and helping the industry. I told him how much it was valued. And that it can't just be when I have side time, it has to be part of my role. And now it is. And so, you know, I get in my annual review, the success of Jane's is part of my success in my career. And that, um, you know, honestly, that just took a few conversations. And, um, you know, it, it, a lot of the stuff is new to him, but he's been very willing to sort of sit and listen to me and, and listen to other women. And I think um, the more, men that have that level of power and that level of decision-making who can just listen and learn and acknowledge um, that's very powerful for, it's been very powerful for me. And I think it, it's powerful for other women as well. It, you know, part, part of what we've seen, particularly in the entertainment industry is that there's always been this, um, you know, back channel whispering of like, don't be don't be alone with this person. Um, if this person's drinking, stay away from them. And that is in our industry as well. I've been given that advice. Um, and, uh, you know, the effort of the Me Too movement, my, you know, my hope for Jane's, this effort of Time's Up is to take those conversations away from the whispered back rooms and the ladies' restroom and put it uh, front and foremost and just, you know, tell the industry that you work in, tell the people that you work in, tell the company you work in that we're just kind of tired of tolerating that and we want more and, um, and we're, 
we, we think we deserve more. Gotcha. Well, let's take it to the kind of a, a practical level here. So, yeah. I mean, there are thousands of conferences and, you know, you guys can't be at every single one of them or, you know, hosting events in every single city. So for those, you know, listening or for those, you know, like what would you say if maybe did a conference, uh, yeah. what are, you know, event managers that are putting it on and, and attendees, what, what advice would you kind of give those two audiences? <laughs> I have so much idea. <laughs> so much yeah, advice. please. So many ideas. I think there are a lot of white men in our industry um, who have maybe more power influence than they realize. And that um, the, the best way for us to be, or the, what I think the fastest way, the best way for us to be able to, extend this conversation into all of the different, you know, whether it's a meetup, whether it's, um, you know, just an SEM pro group or a search group in your city or a local conference is for those white men in power to say, we need this in the agenda. We need, listen, we have four male keynotes. That's not okay. We need a female keynote. Um, honestly, it comes down to that. It comes down to the people in power and privilege to start acknowledging that, um, they need to make the changes. It's much harder for us. And then, uh, you know, you need that at the top. And then I think from, um, or, or, you know, on the left side that needs to be happening and then on the right, I hate to say top and bottom. So like on one side that needs to happen on the other side, um, you know, you need to, um, you know, find uh, a partner. Um, if it's, if it seems too daunting for you to speak up just on your own and I'm willing to be that partner for anyone. Um, and just say, you know what, at this breakfast or this lunch or this break, I am going to tweet that at table, whatever, we are going to have a conversation and uh, about diversity in our industry. And I, you know, particularly want to talk about, you know, how have clients treated you or how has management treated you or your peers um, or has something happened at a conference that's made you uncomfortable and just create a space whether it's a table or around a coffee cart or at the Starbucks across the street um, to start having those conversations. I mean, that is how Jane's um, started was women sitting down, having a drink and saying, I'm tired of this. And, and I'm frankly scared. And I've heard so many, you know, appalling and upsetting stories of women at conferences that I have been at um, where things like this are, you know, being harassed, being followed, um, being, um, attacked are not an uncommon occurrence and um, whatever small things we can start will grow into bigger things. And um, I would encourage you to challenge people who are the organizers to make sure that there's diversity on stage and then um, encourage those who are attendees to um, start these conversations. They're, they're not easy so that, um, they become more normal in our industry and less on the sidelines and a challenge to conference organizers to take that up themselves. You know, I won't sort of name things, but at one stage I, I held the purse strings for who we were going to sponsor, you know, what events we could sponsor in the industry. And I was very selective. If I felt a conference had done a very poor job of introducing uh, diverse speakers, I did not sponsor them because I felt that that went against Microsoft values I did not sponsor conferences that were run by companies and states where they had anti-LGBTQ laws on the books. I was very, I took Microsoft's um, philosophy, philosophy and statements and um, 
frankly, regulations within our company about diversity and inclusion very seriously. And I said, if I own money, I can use those dollars um, effectively. And, and I really did and um, asked for permission after I did it. Um, but again, was very fortunate. I had a boss who was like, this is your call. And, and you're right. These are Microsoft values and, and we need to, you know, put our money where our mouth is. And, uh, and so I tried to do that. And um, even if you don't own the money, I think, um, I think you can start having these conversations um, in, in, and creating those little safe spaces, even if it's just a lunch table, um, that will start conversations happening. Gotcha. That's really, really great uh, advice. So conference organizers, this is on you. Come on. Yeah. Um, definitely get more diversity. And this goes, I'm guessing beyond keynotes too. Like this is like, you'd love to see more diversity yeah. across all the speaker lineup, correct? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I'm obviously no more and I'm passionate about um, women's issues. Um, but I think sometimes people forget, or in America, we tend to forget that, you know, there are multiple layers of women's issues. So race is a massive part of women's issues, LGBTQ, uh, religion, um, and other areas where people are, um, you know, either, at, uh, you know, gone after for, or put down for. And so, you know, I think we have pretty bad racial um, representation in our industry as well. And um, uh, when you look on stage and when you look at keynotes, and so I would challenge organizers to full spectrum look at that. Um, you know, are we, are we representing the audience? Most audiences at conferences are either close to 50 or above 50% women. Um, and so it's very hard for us to sit in the audience and look up and be like, wow, I can look left and right and I can see women, but when I look straight forward, I don't. Um, and that's demoralizing. Um, and I think you're gonna start losing that demographic if, as conference organizers, if other conferences start getting better at it, again, we can use our company money the way we want to, and we'll go to the conferences where we feel seen and heard and not to the conferences where we don't. Wow. I like it. I like it. It's like voting with your dollar. So yeah, uh, it's very, it's very like kind of like powerful and practical advice. I really liked, I kind of just want to like reiterate for those going to a conference, tweet out, right? Right. Try to get that table. And that take, that is a hard thing to do. I know whenever you're the, maybe you are the only person, you know, from your company, you don't know anyone at the conference. And I, I do think it does take a big step, but that's, yeah. that's, that's where you kind of have to start or at least find someone else that might be interested and do it together and lead that discussion maybe during lunch or yeah. Yeah, happy hour. Uh, none of this is easy, but um, it, it's incredibly rewarding. Um, and so I think, you know, it, it takes bravery to, to, to take that first step. And, um, but I feel like you're rewarded in so, with so much um, hope and positivity and just connection um, with others will make, you know, not only your experience at that conference richer, but your career, your camaraderie with those people and hopefully then your communities. There's a very blurred line nowadays, right? Between here's me at work and here's me at home or me with my friends. Um, you know, I swear less at work than I do with my friends. So there's still some like solid lines. Um, but I think in terms of what you care about, what you stand for, um, you know, how you live your life, that's starting to bleed more and more between the two. And, um, and, and so take some bravery from that part of your life and add it into your 
career life. Um, not all of us have the privilege to do that. Um, and if you don't, I hope that you can reach out to people who do and ask them to help you um, because um, you shouldn't be left out of this conversation because you're in a less safe space or a less welcoming space. Um, there are people out there willing to be your partner in this. Gotcha. Well, I'll go ahead and uh, take a stand and be a little bit brave and say, I'm going to be at SMX West and I'll be at HeroConf coming up in April. So if you're at those two conferences, let's team up. Let's, let's yeah. start this conversation and let's start to move the, the, the needle as far as where this industry is headed. So, so you're going to be my ambassador, JD, because I will not be at West for like the first time. Oh, no. Five years. <laughs> Um, I will be at my, I will be literally officiating my friend's wedding, uh, on the oh, Saturday wow. before. So, uh, in South Africa. So sadly I can't get back in time. Um, but so you're going to be Francis, uh, on the ground at SMX uh, West. So get ready. I'll yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. We should probably have another meeting. <laughs> But uh, no, but seriously, will there be yeah. a Jane's of Digital at SMX West, even though you may not be there? Yeah, we're still um, working on that with, um, with the different teams um, and um, hopefully be able to let people know soon. Um, and if for whatever reason, uh, it's not because I'm not going to be there. It's, um, uh, it's other events that are happening um, at SMX West. So if for some reason it isn't there, um, then there still will be Jane's conversations happening, even if the evening event isn't there. And, um, and like I said, you know, tune in for the live uh, viewings of the other Jane's if they're not in your city. And then there will be a Jane's at Digital at SMX East uh, in Seattle in June. Perfect. Oh, wow. Uh, that was a great conversation. Uh, I think we kind of have to end. There's a really good uh, CTA there at the end. So, you know, as we are digital marketers and we are talking about how to get involved, take a look at those live, go over to janesofdigital.org, get involved any way you can at any conference that you can, and let's see what we can do as a community. Yeah, I would, um, just some additional plugs, you know, I definitely vol volunteer myself to be um, that buddy, um, you know, uh, tweet me, DM me, LinkedIn message me, um, I'm happy to share my, uh, my Microsoft email as well, but I think um, I want people to know that they have allies and, and resources. And the other thing I would say is share your stories where you feel safe to do so. I think it's, it's hugely empowering. Um, and what we see at a Jane's is someone shares an experience or a story and I can look um, at panelist faces and at audience faces and I can see, like, I actually see like relief leave people just get this sense of relief around them that they are not the only person that this has happened to or they are not the only person that have experienced this when you go through you know an experience around sexual harassment or, or assault or discrimination um, it's incredibly isolating and when you hear someone else's story that might sound exactly like yours or similar to yours it is a massive relief um, to kind of get rid of that isolation and to feel like you have you know, friends and peers, and um, even if they're a stranger who's there feeling the same things. And, um, and that's very, very powerful. So where you feel safe, when you feel you're ready sharing those stories, and, and I try, I, I'm trying to do that as well as share my stories, um, so that, um, you know, other people don't feel as isolated. And I think you're seeing that in all the movements that are happening. 
um, in, you know, in our society over the last six months as well. It means something. It's very powerful. Thanks again, Francis. I, I can't really say more than that. So, uh, again, thank you. I think, you know, JD, you're being brave. You're inviting me on. You're giving me a space to talk. I really, really appreciate that. And, um, and I, I can't wait to work more with you and, and our other friends in the industry to keep having these conversations. Definitely. And uh, from me and the community, I mean, thanks again for being, you know, taking the stand, being vulnerable, being honest, and really kind of uh, leading the charge in a really great movement to hopefully bring more diversity and to the stage, to conferences, but also just to an entire search and digital industry that um, definitely needs to be uh, representative. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So again, that was uh, Francis Dunnigan Ryan from uh, Bing Ads. And you guys can, um, I will put in the show notes, ways to connect with Francis. Um, If you are listening, go check out janesofdigital.org and get involved uh, today. All right. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next week. I'll just say this as I wish you farewell I hope you're somewhere praying Praying I hope your soul is changing Changing I hope you find your peace Falling on your knees You brought the flames and you put
Just say this as I wish you through. 